Secrecy is where the enemy starts. Mm -hmm. When you feel like you cannot tell your spouse, that is wrong. Thank you for joining us for the Blended Kingdom Families podcast. This podcast is for blended families, the people who love them, and anyone who just wants to improve their marriage and family relationships. BKF exists to break the cycle of divorce, equip marriages, and unite blended families with the truth of God's word. It is our hope that today you will receive biblical guidance and practical resources that will bring unity and peace to create your thriving, healthy home. Let's jump in. Guys, welcome to the BKF Podcast. We are so excited that you're here with us in our final series on a marriage reflecting God. Uh, this has been such a fun experience, and if you haven't checked out the first three episodes, please go back and do that. Uh, if you are tuning in, please take an opportunity, like, share, comment. We love your comments. Subscribe to our uh, podcast. If you're listening to this on Audible, just know that the full video format of the podcast is on our YouTube channel. You can go and check us out in person. Yes. So today, darling, we're going to be talking about ground rules for a healthy marriage, and we're going to talk about finding God's reflection in your spouse. Yes. So you guys, ground rules for a healthy marriage. So th- this, th- this one can get a little, um, what's the word I'm looking for? I think people controversial. Can, it can. I think people look at this, and, and again, one shoe does not fit everybody. We get it. Right. Um, these are some things that Vanessa and I have kind of learned through our past mm-hmm. in terms of just listening to other pastors pour into us, and these are just some things that we put our marriage on a path and said, "Hey, this is what this is the what we're going to do." Yeah. We call them rules, standards, boundaries. Um, normal behavior. These are just things that we do. Uh, and we want to, we want to encourage you to have these conversations with your spouse. Most, most, the thing I'd like to encourage you the most is have a conversation and ask if there's any areas of your marriage Mm -hmm. that, that are making your spouse uncomfortable. Right. And that's really the ground. When we talk about ground rules, that's really, it's about just protecting our marriage. Absolutely. Yeah. And so, you know, one of the things we talk about guys is intentional communication. Um, and so, you know, we talked about communication, in one of the previous yeah. episodes as well, but, um, you know, intentional communication, it's the best communication that we can have. And it's important to have sensitive conversations face to face. And yeah. so one of the things that Scott and I always, uh, dedicate not only daily, do we have a daily check-in, but we also have a weekly check-in and we yeah. call it our marriage meeting and our business meeting. Yeah. And we talk about this in the book and, Every Sunday, you know, Scott and I, we will meet after we put the boys to bed and we're like, you know, we sit down, we have our marriage meeting first typically, and then we have our business meeting. Marriage meeting is just everything that, you know, it's down Mm -hmm. to our date night, mate night. Mm-hmm. day of the week where we're going to go on our date. We talk about, are there any conferences that we would like to go to mm-hmm. any trips that we would like to plan anything that is going to grow, nurture, um, uh, our marriage. And then the business side of it is more of, Hey, what does your schedule look like for next week? You know, the boys mm-hmm. have sports, you know, we're going here, mm-hmm. we're going there and just making sure that we're taking time to have that intentional communication. It's also opportunity where we can, you know, if there's anything in the mm-hmm. week that happened that maybe, you know, has been bothering us, you know, sitting down and just having that time that we've dedicated, uh, to one another to talk through those little things. Um, yeah. but you know, for us, it's important and every single day we sit down in the evening and we talk about how our day went, you know, we call Mm -hmm. it oftentimes our happies and crappies, you Mm -hmm. know, what was the good things that happened? Was there anything, you know, that, um, Mm. you know, was discouraging, um, and just talk through those things. Yeah. I I think one of the things that I would, I think people would notice about you and I is we don't communicate a lot through technology. Mm -mm. Um, 
we don't text a whole lot. Uh, and, and when we do, it's usually like, Short. When 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 home. We're when, gifters. When home, gifters. Yeah. We gif. We gif our yeah. emotions back and forth to each other. It's but we funny. don't. We purposely do not um, engage in in what we would think meaningful conversations mm-hmm. via text. And you may say, well, of course you don't. Surprisingly, a lot of married couples do. Mm-hmm. And 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 they they have these long drawn out conversations via text message or via email. Mm-hmm. Uh, and they're just not healthy. Mm-hmm. God designed us to be face to face, to have an intimate relationship. Technology is the you know the thing in the middle of it mm-hmm. um, that that is really taking the place, and that's a whole another podcast. Yeah. But um, we encourage you not to have those sensitive communicate uh, sensitive talks via text or via mm-hmm. email. We want you to have the intentional time together. Yeah, and I think you know research and studies will show you that technology oftentimes is the cause of more divorces. It's the oh, cause of more. Um, adulterous affairs. Um, there were some stats that we found, especially with Facebook yeah. being one of them. And so we'll go into how you can uh, protect your marriage and, you know, from technology. To, and you guys, we don't want to underestimate, you know, yes, technology is a great tool and resource, um, but it also, ta- it can take out the human aspect of yeah. it, of hearing your spouse's tone and really understanding what it is that they're trying to say. And so as counselors, you know, we always recommend when you're going to have mm-hmm. those serious conversations, it needs to be done face-to-face and not through a screen. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, the next thing we talk about, and again, these are just kind of some some things that we do to kind of protect our marriage, mm-hmm. is spending time alone with a member of the opposite sex. Um, again, some people may look at this and say, no big deal, or my work requires it. Yeah. Uh, I look at it and say, this is a standard of behavior for me um, and for Vanessa that we just don't do. So for example, I don't ride in the car with a member of the opposite sex alone. I don't go and have a, a meal with a member of the opposite sex. It's just the way that we protect our marriage and mm-hmm. and really, I think, protecting the way each of us views our relationships. Right. So Vanessa knows that I would not do that or I, I don't do that, so I don't have to put that in the middle of us. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I think there's just... Again, it, it's it's honor and respect. So Scott, you talk about the mega need for men is respect. And yeah. you know, as as a wife, if I'm if I'm going to lunch with you know friends and guy friends, you know, I would never want you to have yeah. any type of question of, you know, I wonder what conversations are having or what's going on. Yeah. And so again, it's just a respect factor. And for women. Our, our mega need is security. So yeah. if your husband is doing, you know, doing this, doing that, going to lunches with females or whatever that may be, you know, understand that your wife may be feeling a sense of insecurity as yeah. well. And so it, it rocks those. What I'm trying to say is that it rocks those need, those mega needs that a man and a female yeah. um, or a, a husband and wife need, you know, it, it's, it's the, the thing that will rock those two things. Well, and, and again, it talks to, the, all of these things kind of go into the to a process of who are you communicating with and mm-hmm. what is that saying about your marriage? Yeah, uh, we do these things to basically take out ambiguity, yeah. just to take out any doubt, and and it really does over time pay a lot of dividends. Mm-hmm. Uh, but there's more than that. It's not just spending time alone. There's also respect in our technology communications. Yeah. So again, one of the things that we do is you know I. I will never, you know, have a text message with another female that Vanessa's not on. I yeah. just include her on the text. She may not be interested in the in the content, but she's getting the text and she knows that and and more importantly, I'm sending a message to whoever I'm communicating with mm-hmm. that I don't make this decision alone and I don't mm-hmm. have communication alone. That, right. 
my wife is in this. Well, and I want to speak into that for a second, because I think a lot of time we, we know our spouse's intentions, but we don't know other people's intentions. Yeah. We don't know what they're thinking or, you know, what they are hoping, you know, could possibly happen from yeah. a friendship at work or things like that. And so I love that you said that, that it sends that message because again, you know, they may think, oh, it's okay to send Scott message, you know, and yeah. it's not. And so yeah. by, you know, putting your spouse on that text message, it sends a very clear message message of, Hey, like I don't have conversations without her knowing, you know, with the opposite sex. Well, and again, and just because we have these, you know, kind of guidelines doesn't mean everybody respects them all the time. So, uh, the, the best thing you can do is full transparency. Mm -hmm. It's like, my phone is not mine. It is ours. Yeah. You know, if Vanessa comes and says, Hey, can I see your course? If I pick up her phone and we don't we don't hide codes, we don't hide passwords. Again, yeah. secrecy is where the enemy starts. Mm-hmm. When you feel like you cannot tell your spouse, that is wrong. Mm-hmm. And so again, adding full transparency, especially via technology, really just does it, it creates a, an environment that's like, I have nothing to hide. Yeah. Um, and and if something happens that I feel is un- inappropriate, mm-hmm. uh, or somebody does or says something to me, it's like. My wife sees that at the exact same time, right. or you know, you show me at the exact same time. It, it's just a way of transparency that that we don't allow the enemy to take root. Absolutely. Yeah. You know, and one thing you talked about, Scott, was guarding your social media use. And like I said, you guys, we saw a scary stat, and I think we even have this in the book about, you know, more uh, adulterous affairs and um, divorces occur, have occurred because of, I think it was Facebook was the one. Um, But, uh, and it can be any social media platform. But, you know, one thing that Scott does is he doesn't accept. Uh, female friend request. So if you're listening and you've tried to friend request him and he has it, it's, just cause it's not because he doesn't like you. He just, that's just something that he's not comfortable with. Yeah. Um, you know, unless we have a, com- a, a specific conversation about it. Yeah. But, you know, guarding. I think it's funny because a lot of people do. They're like, why don't you accept my friend Facebook request? I'm like, well, first of all, I'm not a real big social media guy. If, yeah. you, if you haven't noticed anything about our ministry, I, I am not the social media guy. I don't have, I have, I think I have like, a few followers on Instagram, most of which are, you know, I don't, maybe I don't even know, uh, but I don't do a lot of Facebook, social media. I I just, it's just not my thing. Um, But we do guard that in the sense of saying, Mm -hmm. hey, listen, I just don't, I don't, I don't want to see people's lives that way. Mm -hmm. I don't want them to interact with me that way. Mm -hmm. Uh, and, and, And I'm sure, you know, again, if it's not understood, it's basically, it's done anyway. Well, and you'll see a lot of couples who join, you know, their, their social media pages together so that there, there is that there's no, you have yours, I have mine. It's, you know, done together. Yeah. And again, we started this out and said, Hey, this is the way that Vanessa and I do things. Mm -hmm. Um, I think it works for us. Mm-hmm. Um, and even, you know, when we were discussing this, you know, it's good to have those check-ins. And I asked Vanessa, is there anything that, that is going on that, that we need to look at again? Because yeah. again, our world evolves. Absolutely. Uh, you know, technology will evolve. Mm-hmm. So we need to make sure that we're staying in, in, in proximity to understanding the way we need to evolve uh, yeah. in our marriage. So have those regular check-ins, but at, have a conversation with your spouse. Yeah. Is there anything that we're doing that just just doesn't make a lot of sense. It's not adding to yeah. our marriage that maybe is distracting to our marriage. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, phone use, technology. Again, we have a there's a, probably a whole other series of podcasts that we can do on technology and marriage. But yeah. um, we just want to encourage you through these. Uh, 
um, and have a conversation about it. Yeah. And some people may be listening and, and might may say, man, that's a bit excessive or don't you think that's a little mm. too bit radical? Let me tell you something, people. Jesus was radical and the enemy will do anything to combat marriage. So I think going above and beyond and being excessive in my opinion, I think it's something that, that, that you should do. You know, everyone's view on it's different, but... I don't think it's radical at all. I don't think it's excessive at all. I think that if you want something extraordinary, you have to be willing to do extraordinary things. Absolutely. If you want normal, don't do anything. If you want something extraordinary, get after it and take root of the things that you're in your life yeah. that maybe are not in favor of your marriage. Mm-hmm. Well, and I, I just want to leave with this. You know, nobody wakes up saying, oh, I'm going to have an affair today. Oh, I'm going to, yeah. um, you know, I, wanting to intentionally cheat on their spouse. You know, there are people mm-hmm. who are in adulterous affairs and that does happen, but it's it's allowing, it, it's whenever we're like, oh, this is okay. Talking about the secrets that you were talking about, Scott, mm-hmm. when we make room for those little things, we're like, oh, I'll just let it happen this one time. You know, then yeah. there be, there comes a comfortability, and and you guys, that's a slippery slope, and it's when you start stepping into the enemy's playground, and he's, you know, yeah. so you have to be intentional, and you have to be careful. Yeah. Last thing we're going to talk about today is f- uh, finding God's reflection in your spouse, mm-hmm. which can be challenging at times. Yes. Um, <laughs> But God loves your spouse, uh, and He loves you, and so we're just going to talk about, you know, how do you do that? Yeah, you know, I wrote about this in the book, and I was extremely transparent about how um, you're not your spouse's Holy Spirit, mm. and this was something that I really struggled with. I would say for the good first half of our marriage, and it mm. took me meeting with a mentor, a godly counsel, who really just. And it's like the Holy Spirit hit me over the head with a spiritual two by four. Um, You know, I had all these, I had placed all these expectations because I had gone through divorce and there was trauma with that. I came into our new marriage and I was like, my new husband is going to do X, Y, and Z. And if he doesn't do this, then he, he's not right. And so I had an idea and an expectation in my head of how I thought you should pray, how I thought you should worship, how I thought Mm -hmm. you should have quiet time with the Lord, how I thought you should... Um, you know, read your Bible and you guys understanding that our spouse has their own unique, special relationship with the Lord because they are their own unique person. God does not make copycats. We are each our own person. He made us beautifully unique Mm -hmm. and our relationship with him, how we hear him, how we see him, how we speak with him is so different. Um, and so you'll you'll read about it in the book, but you know I had to I had to go to Scott and I had to repent. I had bought, brought a spirit of religion into our home, and you guys, it tore our marriage apart. Mm. I mean, for years we struggled with that. You know, to yeah. be completely transparent. But you know, your expe- expectations of your sp- spouse versus God's expectations, you guys. <laughs> You know, it, 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 it can it can be good to have healthy expectation, but you have to understand where there's um, mm. where uh, negative expectation, I guess you could say, uh, the difference. I just look at it and I think God has a bigger plan than what we know. Yeah. And if God brought Vanessa and I together, there is a bigger purpose than maybe what I see today. And, and she's right. You know, um, we're not each other's Holy Spirit. We're not each other's um, gauge. Mm -hmm. Uh, We are in a position to encourage each other. But when we start looking at our spouse through the lens of God, 
the way he looks at our spouse. So when he looks at Vanessa, he sees his daughter. Mm -hmm. He sees forgiveness. He sees humility. He sees all these things. I may not be able to, but my goal is to see that. My goal is to always look at Vanessa through the lens of Christ. Um, and it helps in all these other all these other areas. Yeah. If you're watching on video, you, you can see this is a, it's a special for us. Um, and last thing I, I want to lead with, and I know Vanessa's got some closing things, but God gives us the standard of beauty in our spouse. Mm-hmm. He doesn't create it other places. Vanessa is my standard of beauty. She is the one that I look at as what I define what beautiful is. Um, and the more that I see her in the lens of Christ, the more I see that. Yeah, and I think once something, you know, speaking to spouses, uh, if you're a husband listening, wife listening, or both listening together, I think one thing that we have to understand when, whenever we're praying, you know, it's it's not asking God to show us, you know, it's not asking God to change our spouse. I think that yeah. that's, what, that's where I went wrong mm-hmm. for so many years. I was asking God to change Scott instead of asking God to show me who he was to show me the great leader he was, to mm-hmm. show me the amazing father and husband that he was. Um, and I remember reading scripture one day and I was so convicted and it was in the book of Proverbs and it was Proverbs um, twelve fourteen And it says, an excellent wife is the crown of her husband, but she who brings shame is like rottenness in his bones. Um, a wife of good character brings love and honor to her hu- husband and helps him. Mm. And for so long, that's not what I was doing. Mm. And, you know, maybe you're a husband that's been doing this. Maybe you're a wife that's been, you know, doing this uh, or asking this in prayer. And so I think a lot of times, you know, we have to change the questions, you know, in our prayer life of maybe like, why to like, what now to get, you know, to get a view of what God wants to show us in our spouse and the lens, the eyes, mm-hmm. um, of how he sees your spouse. Yeah, and and and, and that may not be easy. You know, it, it, it's not an easy process, but it's one that God can walk with you through. Mm-hmm. So uh, our encouragement is, you know, if this is something you're struggling with, go seek godly biblical counseling. Mm-hmm. Get with a mentor, somebody who can help you. Mm-hmm. Um, we have all these people around us. We're not meant to do marriage alone. Mm-hmm. So... This is going to conclude our series on A Marriage Reflecting God. We've done four parts to this, so if you're just catching this on the end, go back and watch the first three. Uh, We hope that it's encouraged you. This is all coming uh, from our book that's going to release in September called Blended and Redeemed. Mm -hmm. It's going to be phenomenal. It's releasing through Exo Marriage. Uh, We're just in in love with this process, Um, and we're really excited to get that resource in your hand by the end of the year. So you guys take care. Have a wonderful, wonderful day. Be blessed in all that you do today. Hey guys, so glad you were here with us today and I hope you enjoyed today's episode. And you can find more resources from Blended Kingdom Families at blendedkingdomfamilies.com. Join us again next time as we hang out with more amazing podcast guests. And remember, nothing will be impossible with God.